Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the third and final session for Microsoft. This, this session will be about Narrator and its journey. My name is Tyson Ernst, and I'm going to be the host. I will be working in the room, working hands, and taking your questions when they ask for them. I'm going to give out the CEU code right now for those of you who signed up for CEUs and Flex, and that code is 6F, I'm sorry, 6Delta7CD. So that's 6Delta7CD. CD like Charlie Delta. Okay, and uh, it's my pleasure to present uh, Caroline, Carolina. Thank you, Tyson. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Friday afternoon at ACB. Um, we are very happy that you all are here and that you're excited and interested about Narrator and what are the things that you can do with it. Um, as Tyson mentioned, my name is Carolina Hernandez, and I have been a program manager at Microsoft for 11 years now, and I lead the vision space for the Windows Accessibility Team. Today, I'm here with two of uh, my teammates, and I wanted to uh, let them introduce themselves before we get started. Thank you, Carolina. I'm Jeff Bishop, and I'm a program manager working at Microsoft on the Windows Accessibility Team working on Narrator. Hey, everybody. I'm Stuart Bottom. I'm a program manager on Carolina's team, and I work to ensure that Windows experiences have accessibility designed and built in. Fabulous. Thank you, folks. All right. So before I take you through an overview of Narrator, I wanted to root our conversation today and who we are and why we do the things we do. It really starts with our company's mission, which is to empower every person in every organization on the planet to achieve more. And when we say every person at Microsoft, we really mean it. And for us to achieve our lofty goal, that means that we need to reach the billion plus people living with disabilities today. That means we need to think inclusively and we need to find innovative solutions that are designed for each of us, because when we solve for each of us, we can have a Windows that empowers all of us. And so today we wanted to share with you a little bit of our journey and the journey that our team has been on to making uh, Windows easier to use for people who are blind using our built-in screen reader, uh, which is Narrator. I wanna start by talking about why you might wanna try Narrator if you haven't given it a try yet. Um, and I'm gonna do that by giving you my top five highlights um, of the things that you can do with Narrator right out of the box, okay? So the first thing I want to highlight is that Narrator goes everywhere where you want to go with Windows. Because Narrator is built in directly into Windows, you can use it to set up your PC, go through the Autobox experience without any sighted assistance. Also, if you happen to run into an issue that requires you to run Windows in safe mode, Narrator will also be there to help you troubleshoot the system. My second highlight is that you can run Narrator all day, every day with your favorite apps. If you maybe had given Narrator a try a couple of years ago, you know, you might know that there were days when this was not possible. And so we have re-architected a lot of Narrator to improve its foundation. We have really worked to make Narrator faster, more reliable, and accurate. We also know that you want to use it with Microsoft and non-Microsoft apps. And so we have done work to ensure that that happens. My third highlight today 
is that you have access to a getting started guide, as well as learning resources right from our narrator home. So you will see that as soon as you start narrator, you will be greeted by a new homepage where you can find all of the resources that you need to learn about narrator. We have included, like I mentioned, uh, a getting started guide, which is a quick um, step-by-step tutorial um, that will walk you through the basics of narrator. You will also find the ability to give us feedback and learn of all of the new things that we have introduced for each of the releases with narrator. My fourth highlight today is that you now have a familiar keyboard model with narrator as well as a simple interaction model where you only need a few keys to get around apps in the web with scan mode. We recognize that a lot of the complexity from learning a screen reader really comes down to having to learn and recall a lot of those keyboard combinations. So in Narrator, we have honored the familiarity all of you have built with other screen readers by adopting the industry standard keyboarding model and having it in Narrator. And then I mentioned scan mode. Well, scan mode um, is a mode that we have introduced which really allows you to interact with apps in the web with just a few commands. It's really fewer than 10 keys. All right, and last but not least, my fifth highlight today is that you can get Braille translation with any display. And that's because we have actually adopted open source drivers that we ship with Windows. Like I mentioned, These are just my top five highlights of the things that you can do with Narrator out of the box today. And so I now want to turn it over to Jeff, who's going to tell you about some of the exciting things that we have added to Narrator in in our latest Windows release, which is the Windows May 2020 release. Jeff, take it away. Great. Thank you, Carolina, very much. Before I get started in that, I just want to tell you a little bit about my journey at Microsoft and about the team. You know, I I came to Microsoft and many people ask me what it's like working there. And I can tell you, and I won't spend too much time on this, but I'll tell you that the, the commitment around accessibility across the entire company and culture from our program managers, our developers, and our leadership is very, very real. And we, we do something every day called triage, where we take a look at your issues that come in. And leaders and developers and program managers are very excited to hear from customers. And Stuart will talk a little bit more about that later. But I can assure you that it excites me to go to work every day and work with, with such wonderful people to push the ball forward in accessibility. All right, well, let's talk about Windows 10 and the May 2020 update. We just released a new version of of Windows, and along with that came a number of improvements in the area of accessibility, and we're excited to share many of these with you. We We want to make it easier for you to actually use applications and consume content and create content. So we've added a number of features around here. Now, The things that I'm talking about today are just some of the features that are in the May 2020 update, and you can find more in the narrator guide that Stuart will talk about later. One of the first things that you're going to notice when you you start up narrator and you start using it is that we've developed a new sound scheme and made it more modern and added new sounds. So for example, 
If you turn scan mode on and off, you'll hear a sound or if you encounter a link and many of the sounds that you've heard previously have been updated and refined to be crisper and more delightful. We think you're really going to enjoy that. One of the things that we've heard from people who do, do a lot of content editing is that they wanted a better way of understanding how words were capitalized. You know, things like words that are all in uppercase or mixed case, things of this, you know, things of this type. Well, you can now do that in the May 2020 update. You know, all of us spend a great deal of time on the web, whether you're using Firefox or Chrome or Microsoft Edge. Well, we know that you want to use the browser that you want to use. So in the May 2020 update, we support Google Chrome and now Firefox as well so that you can use the browser of your choice. One of the first things that you're going to notice when you open up a web page is that we'll start reading the page automatically from the top of the page. No more needing to turn scan mode on and start reading. You can obtain a summary of the page by pressing a hotkey. You can use the narrator key, which is either the caps lock key or the insert key, followed by the letter S as in summary. If you press this hotkey, you'll hear about the number of headings, links and landmarks on the page. And if you press it twice quickly, you'll get a dialogue. And one of the things that you'll get here is a list of most popular links. We know that some sites are really busy. And so using Bing, we know what the most popular links are that people visit on a specific page. And we'll let you know about these so that you can be more efficient in the work that you do on the web. You know those click here links? Unless you look around, you really don't know what they refer to. You know, if you pull up the list of links in Narrator, for example, and you just see click here, you have no idea where you're going to go there. Well, if you move to that link and you use Narrator Control D, we'll tell you the title of the page that you'll be taken to when you actually navigate to that page. Now let's talk a little bit about Office and the work that we've done here. We know that a lot of people spend a lot of time in Outlook and we really wanted to, to refine the user experience here. People spend a lot of time triaging their message list, you know, going into the inbox and moving through their messages and finding out what they have. So one of the first things that we did was we made that a much more delightful experience by giving you the information that you need in the order that you need it and nothing else. This allows you to be much more efficient while using Outlook. You can toggle the announcement of column headers. In fact, they're off by default. If you press narrator H, you can, as in headers, you can toggle this feature on and off so that you don't have to hear from, to, and subject. And again, we have that turned off by default. So you only get the information you need. But if you need it for whatever reason, then you can get at, get at that information. If you open up an email message, we'll automatically start reading that message to you, just like we do on the web. No more needing to toggle in and out of scan mode so that you can actually be more efficient while you read. What about these layout tables? You know, we get a lot of emails from newsletters and, and other advertisements, and they use these visually designed email messages that use tables. 
And to a screen reader user, we really don't care how many rows or columns or anything of that nature that there are. So now narrator automatically detects these and only gives you the text that you need. We've also made reading more natural and more responsive as you read through text. And that's really overall, really, throughout the user experience. And we've also made big strides in performance while using Outlook as well. These are just a few of the things that we've done in the May 2020 update. You can find more in the Narrator User Guide in the What's New section, just as you open up the guide. I'm now going to turn this over to Stuart, who's going to talk to you about feedback and customer engagement. Stuart? Thanks, Jeff. First, uh, I'd like to talk about, um, I actually like to talk about our online content. So uh, our, our team has been hard at work creating a bunch of online support content for Windows accessibility, for Office accessibility. Um, there's a lot of great stuff that we have up now, and we're continuing to build on that. So I'd like to share four links with you that we, uh, we really just hope this will empower you to be super productive. And um, they're pretty easy to remember, but you may want to, may want to write them down. Uh, so the first link is aka.ms. That's alpha kilo alpha dot Mike Sierra. That's our URL shortener there. AKA.ms slash Windows Narrator, which takes you to a Microsoft Narrator at a glance video on YouTube. It's going to help you get started with Narrator. And from there, you can check out, there's a bunch of fantastic content on the Microsoft Enable YouTube channel. And a wide variety of accessibility topics are covered there. That's the first link. Second link is aka.ms slash narrator guide. This will tell you how to get the most out of narrator. And this guide is available in multiple formats, uh, including Braille. Third link is aka.ms slash windows accessibility. That's going to take you to our microsoft.com homepage for all things accessibility on windows. And it, it's, it's, there's a, a bunch of great stuff there. Um, and you can dive into different sections that tell you about all the different features that Windows offers for people with disabilities. And the fourth link is aka.ms slash office accessibility. That's where you can learn about the wide variety of accessibility features that are built right into Microsoft Office. So we hope that this content will help you to achieve more, as Carolina was talking about, our, our company's mission statement, echoing our company's um, mission statement there, uh, by putting our technology into the background and focusing instead on empowering you to get stuff done. So next, I'd like to talk about feedback. Uh, Jeff was talking about this earlier. Carolina was talking about this earlier. And as they said, feedback is so important to us. And we really need your feedback to help us do better. If you're not giving us feedback already, we, we welcome and uh, we earnestly seek your feedback. So there are three different ways I'd like to share with you that you can get involved. First, become a Windows Insider. This is going to give you access to preview versions of Windows 10. So you can get the very latest Windows features uh, and those features often include updates to Narrator and other accessibility improvements across Windows. That URL, there's one more URL here for you today. That's insider.windows.com, insider.windows.com. Second, as we were talking about earlier, please just please go try Narrator. Try it out, use it, 
that feedback is going to come directly back into, into our team. As Jeff was, was telling you about triage, I see that Jeff sees that Carolina sees that we will see your feedback, try it out, tell us how we're doing, you know, use it to browse the web, use it to read your email, use it with your favorite apps that you use every day. Like Carolina was talking about, um, we're, we're, we're ready to hear from you. And uh, so how do you do that? Number three, uh, to give us feedback, it's very easy. Just press the narrator key, which is Jeff, uh, Jeff said is going to be either caps lock or insert. It's going to be narrator key plus alt plus F as in Foxtrot. That's going to launch the feedback hub and you can report issues there. Tell us how we can improve and send the feedback our way from there. That's it from me for now. Um, I'm so happy to be with you all today. And I will turn it back over to Tyson, who can tell you how to get started with the questions. Okay, everybody. So uh, I know we're going to have tons of questions. So if you are, well, you should be very savvy at this by now, because I know y'all. But uh, if you are on a phone, you need to press star nine to raise your hand. If you are on the web app, I'm sorry, if you are on the app on your phone, you need to press the big raise hand button in the middle of the screen. If you're on a PC, it's alt Y. And if you're on the Mac, it's option Y. And we have them already lining up. Okay. The first one we have up is uh, Jamaica. Okay. Jamaica, you should see something on your screen. Yes, this is uh, Jamaica Miller. And I had a question about whether Windows would work with with the with the um the the program that is called Thunderbird for email. Um, I've been having some difficulty with that. Thank you. That's a great question. Um, I think right now for Thunderbird. Um, if you're having some some issues with it, we'll love to hear from you. Um, the latest support that we have for um, some of the some of these apps is it is on our May 2020 release. Uh, previous to that, um, we didn't have a lot of support for Thunderbird. Uh, what what would be fantastic is once you get the 2020 update, give it a try. If you're still seeing some issues, I uh, would love to hear your feedback um, through Feedback Hub. But starting in 2020, May 2020, uh, you should have um, uh, a much better, uh, a better experience with Thunderbird. Okay. Next, we have uh, Douglas. A quick question. I, I have an older PC that. Uh, hasn't gotten the Windows May update yet. Is it safe for me to uh, install the update myself now? I heard there were problems initially, and thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, the best way to get the Windows um, update is to um, go through the Windows update uh, system and check the requirements for that. Uh, Windows update will check your system uh, to make sure that your PC is compatible. And if it isn't, it should give you a warning uh, if it notices that something isn't going to work with the update. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you for that. And uh, next we have phone number ending in 2704. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Can you hear me okay? 
Uh, yeah, we hear you. you. Hear me okay, you hear you. Oh, good. Because I, I heard I was unmuted, so I didn't, wasn't sure. Okay, so I, I have a question. I haven't used my computer in years, and I've had jaws, but I'm, I, I, yeah, I know you're selling it, but I, I have a, it sounds like um, a narrator is one of the easier than jaws and NVDA, and I'm not sure if I'm correct. And and can, does it have a? Can you use Braille output? I missed some of it because I was interrupted. And and is there a tutorial or way to learn about it before I before I install it or buy it? Thank you. Yeah, uh, these are great questions, and uh, you can read the narrator user guide online. We gave a, a link out earlier. Again, that's aka.ms/narratorguide. And wait, 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 is that online? Is that is online? Yep. It what, would you repeat that again? My phone beeped at me or something. I have a, sure. Oh, forgive me. What was your website again? Yes, it's aka.ms slash narrator guide, N-A-R-R-A-T-O-R-G-U-I-D-E. Yes. You can read the, you can read the user guide there. There is a... And that's .com, .com right? Uh, no, aka.ms. That's the link. So aka.ms. Oh, oh, ms. Okay. Slash narrator and, and the, mm-hmm. uh-huh. And then when... Okay. When Narrator starts for the first time, you'll be taken to what's called Narrator Home. And from there, you can launch what we call the Quick Start. And it presents to you a tutorial on how to use Narrator and the basics of Narrator and also navigating on the web. So we'll right. Jeff, what I was asking is, I don't have it yet. Can I read about it before I, before I get it, before I install it? Absolutely, you can. Yep. Yep. And, 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 then, and, then, Braille, yeah. and we support Braille displays. Okay. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, sorry. I would okay. just add. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I would just add, uh, if the links are hard to recall for the narrator guide, you can always go in Bing and just search for narrator guide. Um, and you will also get that. I, I believe it'll be one of the top results. We can send these links out to uh, the convention committee and have them oh. send them out if uh, everyone would like. Oh, that would be a fantastic idea. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, we have Melissa. You're up next. Um, hi there. So, um, I use um, I use Jaws, and I have the Eloquence voice. So, I was wondering if that would work with Narrator. If 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 it does, then how can I install it? And I also use the Tab key and the arrow keys as my primary navigation. So when I used Narrator before, I think like a couple years ago, it wasn't working with the arrow keys. So I wonder if anything changed over there. Yeah, these are great questions. Uh, I'll take them in reverse order if that's okay. The, um, the, the first part of this is uh, using the arrow keys in the tab key. Well, it depends on the application or the area that you're in within Windows. But you can always turn scan mode on with the Narrator key followed by space to toggle in and out of scan mode. And then you can use the arrow keys to navigate inside of an application. As far as Eloquence is concerned, um, there are third-party vendors. Uh, Code Factory, for example, sells a version of Eloquence that will work with Narrator. So you can purchase that, and that will allow you to use the Eloquence voice. Okay. Is, uh, Thanks. Yes. Lionel? Okay, uh, so we have next we have Lino and um, I'm gonna, go ahead. 
All right. Hey, uh, Tyson, you, you, I've been hearing you all week, buddy, and you've been doing a good job. At doing. Thank this. you, sir. I appreciate that. What, no what's problem. your question, my friend? Yeah, I'm going. Um, so, Jeff and everybody, uh, I like, by the way, the lady with, I, I missed your name. I like your accent. Anyway, um, with narrator, no problem. With narrator, down the road, could we have either A, better high-quality voices down the road, maybe next year or two as narrator grows and evolves? And if that's not the case, too, can we get David or any of the other three voices, the two voices, the English voices, to have a little bit more uh, inflection? I'd love to hear, you know, to me, he sounds kind of blah sometimes. (laughs) It gets kind of old. (laughs) He sounds like he's like, I don't know, just, I don't know. He wants to go to sleep or something. And second of all, with Firefox, that's awesome you guys added that in there. But I don't know if it's because I'm running insider builds, because I've been testing these for quite a while now. Uh, it seems to be very slow at responding when you use your up and down arrows to read headings, links, etc. So um, what what do I do about that, if anything? Thanks. Yes. Um, let me do the same thing that Jeff did and take it backwards. Um, so on Firefox, and thank you for being an insider. Um, we definitely appreciate, uh, appreciate you um, giving us a try early and helping us build the product. Um, for these items, um, as Stuart said, um, when you're running Narrator and you're running into these issues, just go ahead and uh, invoke the Feedback Hub application uh, and send us feedback that way. Uh, one of the things that we have is that feedback will come through and we'll be able to know um, what happened. Uh, if you can give us a little bit of more details on like the, if you can share, for example, the web pages where you're seeing this to help us triage the items, uh, that would be fantastic. But just go ahead and send us the feedback through the Feedback Hub app. We look at uh, all of the feedback that comes in through there on a daily, we have a daily meeting where we look at this. Uh, so as soon as you put it in within one or two days, uh, our team will start to take a look at it and investigate it. That's the best way to get us the feedback on that. Uh, um, and so that's that's in Firefox and feedback. In uh, the second one for better quality voices, yeah, thank you, thank you for that. Is there um, just just a um, just a question? So you mentioned uh, better inflection in the voices. Is there is there other things that you're looking for in the in the voices? Uh, I'm sorry, he's already been. Um, oh. he, yeah, he was. Well, he got he got muted. Okay. Because um, he said thanks, and I'm like, okay, I think that's the end of his question. <laughs> Okay. So, right. um, sorry uh, about so that. Then, no, that's okay. Then, then I, what I would say then is, um, I think I got uh, the point on, on the inflection and on David. That's fantastic. Uh, let's, um, if you are also able to just uh, give us a little bit more detail in what you're looking for in the voices um, and, and send it to us through Feedback Hub um, in, in we'll, uh, I would love, we would love to, to just, just get a little bit more details um, from you. Okay, thank you for that. And Terry, you are unmuted and ready to go. Thank you. Uh, Traditionally, JAWS has been a memory hog. um, And I'm acquainted with someone who unfortunately has four gig of RAM and a Windows 10 machine and is having memory issues. I was wondering if if you could comment on whether uh, Narrator uses less memory than than JAWS and... um, also on the kinds of things that narrator cannot do um, that I'm thinking about who could could use narrator 
without another screen reader. Thank you. Sure. Um, I'm not, um, so we, um, Narrator is built in into the operating system. Uh, and so we adhere to some of the principles on, on ensuring that we are using system resources appropriately. I can't really comment on a comparison with JAWS. Um, yeah. I, I would say it's a uh, give it like if if you have a Windows device, you have Narrator installed, um, do give it a try and, and see how that uh, is working for you. Um, and then uh, your second question was, what are some of the things that you can and cannot do with Narrator? Um, what I would say is uh, I think we have been working really hard to ensure that Narrator works with uh, the apps that we see um, you use the most. Uh, so Narrator is gonna be great uh, on the web, it's gonna be great with some of what we uh, in Windows call our modern applications. So if you think about our modern mail application, um, uh, maybe the modern, the, the store, for example, the Windows store, those, these types of new applications that are on Windows Narrator works really well with those. We have also been working to uh, ensure that you have great experiences, as Jeff mentioned, with Outlook um, and some of the other Office apps as well. Um, so I think right now what I would say is, again, top applications, uh, Windows, kind of the modern applications are really good. And uh, for any application that you try it with and you're seeing some rough edges, do let us know. Uh, we'd love to know where, where we uh, can help um, improve the experience. Thank you. And Paul Hunt, you are unmuted and ready to go. Yes. Um, I have a couple of questions. First of all, um, I have difficulty monitoring my own feedback. Um, and so if you can give me some ideas on that and explain more in detail about the general feedback, how about how it works. My other question though is, um, Jeff and I have been working on this thing called mail merge in Microsoft Word. And I'm wondering if that's made any progress on that. Um, you know, if that's coming in the, the, the 2020 update um, and that kind of stuff. Thanks. Well, I'll take the, um, I'll take the last one first. Um, we, we uh, you know, we work really, really closely with the office team. And I think the, Paul, I think what we want to do here is um, have, get in touch with, uh, I'll work with you to get you in touch with the, uh, uh, the disability answer desk on this to be able to get this, you know, further triage for you. Um, and we'll, uh, and we'll work on that, on that specifically. Um, Stuart, did you want to talk a little bit about the, the feedback hub process? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I, I understood the question other than, uh, you've been having some difficulty, uh, uh, keeping track of your feedback and you've just had general difficulties with feedback hub. Um, what I would say is, um, it, it, it sounds recursive, but it's true. Um, provide feedback about Feedback Hub via Feedback Hub. Um, and I can tell you the, the Feedback Hub team, uh, they are sensitive to uh, feedback from people with disabilities. If, if you're having issues with screaming or navigation, I was working with them um, uh, just earlier this year, actually, on, on 
addressing some feedback that they had gotten and, and, and uh, talking through some of that feedback um, about keyboard navigation uh, in the app and so on and so forth. So they are uh, actively working to fix um, uh, any accessibility issues uh, in, in the app. And so if you, if you feel like you're encountering some difficulty, please, please let us know. Um, uh, as far as uh, tracking your own feedback, I, I'm not sure that there's a lot uh, that I can um, uh, offer. You know, in Feedback Hub, there is a tab, uh, a navigation uh, um, uh, menu there. And in the feedback navigation menu, uh, then further, there is a, a tab there, um, a tab interface that is my feedback. That's where I would go. Uh, I would go look for that. You can you know, if you access the navigation menu, um, go and in, go into that feedback section and it's just a shift tab away to get to that, um, the tab menu and use your arrow keys to go to my feedback. Um, hopefully, uh, that's, you, you can go there and that's loading for you. And if it's not, I would say, please, um, definitely let them know and, and, uh, they'll take a look at that. Okay. All right. Thank you. And Nero has a question. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I have two questions. So I'm going to um, I'm going to have a new computer. I'm going to get a new computer like next week or so. So when I set it up, when I turn on the computer and get into Windows, can I just hit Windows Enter and narr- wait, Windows U, right? And now launch narrator right from the beginning, right? Correct? Windows U, right? Is- no, to launch narrator is uh, Windows key, control key, plus the enter key. Windows key, control key, plus enter. Okay, correct. And then, um, and then the other question I have, um, with as far as Braille goes, I know you guys are doing more with Braille. Like, if if I ever use a narrator and like, and have a Braille note taker, Braille play, could you do like input Braille with narrator into a document and it'll translate it on the fly, or you know, have you guys gotten that to that point yet, or no? You can control the. Uh... The tables that you use for both input and output in in narrator through, through the uh, libraries that we use, absolutely. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. You have your question next. Thank you. Thank you all for such a good presentation. This has been uh, definitely informative. My question is um, in relations to using spell check. Um, I write quite a bit, and when I am typing words that uh, are spelled differently but sound the same and I use spell check, I am still having a challenge in getting it to read the characters. For instance, there, T-H-E-R-E, over there, or there, as in T-H-E-I-R. And I did raise the question, and it got to, I guess, uh, on the disability Help desk, maybe to, uh, I can't remember, maybe a third level type individual over a year ago. And I was just wondering where um, are we on at least looking at that? Because that would definitely be helpful as you're trying to make corrections in your document to be able to spell the characters out before you choose the wrong word. Thank you. You bet. Um, can I ask a question? Is this, uh, are you doing this um, at work or at home? I am. I work remotely from home, but it is for work. Okay. Um, then I would encourage you to um, get in touch with the um, Enterprise Disability Answer Desk on that. 
and uh, we can, you know, get you in contact with them. And that's, uh, I, I did. That's what I was saying last year. Yeah, I, I would, I would email them again. Again. Okay. Um, I can, I can also uh, contact them um, and make sure that, uh, you know, they're aware that your, that your email is coming. Okay. I sure can. Yeah. You can email them at edad, E-D-A-D at Microsoft.com and uh, they'll, they'll, res- they'll respond to you. Fantastic. Thanks. I'll get your name from the, uh, the recording. Okay, great. Thank you. And phone number ending in 2695. You're unmuted, ready to go. Thank you. Good afternoon. Um, I'm calling from Canada. And so I'm not sure if my question is specifically Canadian or not, but you can let me know. Um, so I had an old Windows laptop. And I just, just this month, I'll have a brand new um, Microsoft computer. Uh, which I'm loving. Uh, the old computer had narrator on it as well, but it was not great. Um, so really excited about how much better narrator has become. Now I'm wondering about what I do with my old laptop, because what I'd like to do is be able to update it to the latest version of Windows 10 with, you know, all the new features and that kind of thing. And there was a time in Canada, and maybe in the States, I don't know, where they were offering people who were blind or partially sighted a free upgrade to Windows 10. Um, and I'm just wondering if that still exists so that I can, you know, update my old software and get as much use out of that as well. I would, um, hmm. I would, I think, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Dad, sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I would contact again the disability answer desk on this. Mm-hmm. I do believe that you should verify this with them for sh- for certain that that has that is no longer available. I believe that was sunsetted uh, quite a while ago, actually. Um, so I don't know that um, that is available. However, mm-hmm. uh, I would encourage you to get a hold of the disability answer desk and inquire about that because uh, they may they might be able to assist you. I, I can't make any promises though, but that would be the- okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And we have Sean with a question. Two questions. Two quick questions. One, I auto say all drives me absolutely bonkers. Can I turn that off? Uh, second question is, um, is there any possibility that minor updates to narrator could come to windows update as their own component so that you're not, if you're on a system that's not compatible with the newest Windows so that you're not stuck on a version of Narrator that's not very up-to-date. I mean, it, would, it would seem like it would make more sense to decouple, with, at least in some part, to decouple Narrator from the major six-month Windows update process. Thank you. Uh, on Audis Save, I'm assuming that that's uh, for Word um, and like Office applications, correct? No, 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 auto read or auto save, yeah. Auto update, or I'm talking about updating um, through Windows Update. Oh, the auto update through Windows Update. Uh, yes, I believe you can control that if you go to the Windows Update page on the Windows Settings application. Um, okay, but I'm saying make Narrator a separate component that you can update through it instead of it being so tied into the major version of Windows. Yeah, definitely something we're not um, able to do today. Um, it is one of those um, things that we would um, 
um, we're definitely. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's fine. Think, I just yeah. I just wondered if it was on your roadmap. And then, can you turn off the auto reading of a web page? Oh, the auto that? reading of a web page. We cannot today, but it's great feedback. And if you could please submit that to the feedback hub, that would really be helpful to us to be able to have that and get that in our backlog. And how do I know whether I have the latest version? That's the other question I have. How do I know that I have the latest narrator? Because I honestly have no idea. Sure. Uh, the version number uh, is uh, 2004, I believe. So if you, yes. you check, uh, you know, do it, go to run and type Winver, W-I-N-V-E-R. You can check your Windows version and it's 2004 is the version number. Okay, thank you. I'm done now, I swear. Thanks. Thank you. Sheila, you're online for a question. I must be from a different galaxy because I'm not having the same experience as you guys are talking about. I just got a computer two nights ago, and the only thing that is true about Narrator is, yes, I was able to beat it into submission enough to get it, um, to get Windows fully set up. However, um, there apparently is a hotkey for the direct settings of narrator. Google doesn't know it. Disability answer desk doesn't know it. Narrator gave me what the, um, hotkey was, but I could not actuate it. And, um, by default narrators, um, modifier key is the caps lock, which I use a lot for its true purpose. And I was not able to change anything about narrator until the entire setup process was through. I am a one-handed user and um, I needed to change very badly needed to change the narrator's modify to insert. And I couldn't, and I am having a hell of a time. And I am needing to configure Windows for use with a screen reader, take a bunch of crud off of the taskbar, and I'm trying to get rid of Bing. I'm trying to get rid of Cortana. I'm I'm just, I, I didn't want to be in Windows 10. I don't have a choice. Sure. Um, there hasn't been a good system user experience since Windows XP. And I, I'm not very interested in sending to a feedback hub that's like a black hole and I may never see anything again. Um, I would like to, I wouldn't mind being a type of tester where I can give feedback on an ongoing basis, but I'm not interested in uh, being an insider where something might break my machine and I need to use my machine for real things. Sure. Um, and I just, I guess and, and I've had good experiences and terrible experiences with the disability answer desk and I'm not satisfied with that. Okay. So I, I need, I need a direct line of communication. I'd like to start a dialogue and a pretty serious dialogue. All right. Um, let's do this. Uh, let, let me point out a couple of hotkeys and then um, I want to make sure I get your full name so that I can loop back with, you know, people at the convention, maybe we can reach out to you uh, later, you know, when the convention's over and we can, you know, maybe get in touch with you to, to have a discussion. Cause I think it's something that, well, we would love to get your feedback all up as well and how we can help improve 
you know, making things easier for you as well. There are uh, two hotkeys that I think that you would uh, want to be aware of. First one is turning on narrator, which is uh, control windows enter. Yeah, that's, that's very difficult with one hand, sir. Right. I understand. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got that. In fact, it's not, it's not possible with one hand. Sure. Sure. Um, well, I'll tell you what, let, let me just make sure um, that we can, you know, reach. What's back the at- other hotkey? For your information, the other hotkey to get into narrator settings, if you want to get directly to the settings that control narrator so that, for example, you can make the insert key the actual uh, narrator key, is control win N, control windows N. That will That's take- actually done with one hand. You can do it. Yep. And I tried to do that during setup and it wouldn't work. Yeah. Sheila, this is Stuart. If I could just ask one quick follow-up question. Have you tried sticky keys in Windows? I don't find sticky keys to be helpful. Okay, okay. We'd love to get your feedback on that too. Thank you so much. We'll set, okay. up, a, we'll set up a call with you. We'd love to be able to engage a little bit more on... Yes, please. Okay, we'll do that. Because I'm not experiencing this wonderful world of Oz that you're talking about at all. All right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sorry about that. And... Um, Let's let's see what we can do to help you. All right. Thanks. All right. Great. Okay. Thank you for that. And next we have Leanne. You should have something on the screen to unmute. Okay. Leanne. Hello. Can you hear me? There we are. Okay. My question was just about the third way to um to give feedback. I couldn't hear the first part of the um. I don't even know what it was. It was something plus Alt plus F. It was um, yeah, press yeah, narrator. Sure. Find narrator. Sure. Yeah, it's the it's the narrator key, and so the narrator key you can set that to be caps lock or insert, um, wh- whichever key it's it's set to. Um, uh, Jeff, maybe you can tell us what what it is by default. Um, but you got it. Yeah, narrator key plus alt plus f. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Narrator Margaret. Key default, the the narrator key by default is both caps lock and insert, and you oh, can cool. narrator settings and make it. Uh, you know, a combination of, of any of those. So you can make it just caps lock or insert or, you know, uh, caps lock and insert. Uh, Margaret here. Am I being copied? Yes. We can yes. hear you. We can hear you. Uh, uh, my question is, um, narrator with, uh, Quick assist when both the controlling, sorry about that, controlling um, computer and the controlled computer are both running narrator. I had it working once and never again, and I don't know what I did to make it work, and I don't know what I need to do to to uh, make it work. Yeah, I think that's that may be a good one for the disability answer desk. Um, uh, I haven't uh, used Quick Assist in a while myself, um, so I'm not sure what the you know what the latest is with Narrator. The fact that it worked once, um, that's good. Um, the fact that it didn't work for you again is very disappointing. So, um, well, uh, yeah, do you know whether it's supposed to work. I honestly, I honestly don't know. Um, that I can take a note to follow up on that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And the next one, forgive me, Jaws is pronouncing it Ani. You still have something on your screen? Uh, okay. 
I hello. hello. Um, hi, I just wanted to thank all of you for your hard work. Um, I have tried to use narrative in the past with Jaws, and it just messes Jaws up big time. And I haven't tried it recently, but now that uh, you're telling us all this, I'm going to try it. And thank you again for all your hard work on this. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Thank you. And next we have Edward Green. Thanks, Tyson. Uh, thank you. Question. It's, uh, it's, it's great to see how quickly narrators closing the gap on the other screen readers. And, and as a former window eyes user from version four to the end, it's nothing short of fabulous to see some of the old uh, uh, window eyes folk involved. Uh, my, my question is, is there any mouse emulation in narrator? I've tried to use the scan mode to get to what I think should be sort of clickable mouse elements, but then uh, enter and space don't seem to do a great deal for me. And I've had a look through the hotkey list, so I'm not sure if there is a way to left or right click currently from the keyboard. And I wonder if the the panel could help me out with that. Yeah, not not currently. But uh, again, this would be something we would love to get some feedback on from you uh, through the feedback hub. Thanks. Okay, thank you, David. Hello. Hi. Hello. We can hear you, David. Hello. We can hear you. I think I'm on, but I'm not sure. You are. Can you hear us? Okay. Yeah, now I hear you. So I, I just have two quick favors, I guess. <laughs> Number one, I'd like to have a way, because I do training for people, um, to get be able to get a uh, like a dot .brl or dot .brf copy of the complete use narrator user guide that I could throw in, like, in my note taker. So if I'm working with somebody, I've got a quick way to look up some information without having to go to the online manual. You can download that from the website. Yep. You can? You can. Okay. The other thing that I would really would really love to have for myself and for the people I clients that I work with would be if you could find a way to incorporate the same thing into Narrator as Jaws has with convenient OCR. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. We would love to uh, learn a little bit more about about that. Um, how, how are you using that feature today? Of convenient OCR, uh, well, for a lot of things, for, for converting PDFs, for one thing, and then also um, to to be able to say to a customer, uh, here, we give you a, a, an inexpensive uh, scanner, and you can, with, with your screen reader, you'll be able to access print. And I've never been able to figure out how to use Windows 10 OCR. Okay, this is this is great. And again, if you would like to add more to this, um, you can submit feedback to us at the Feedback Hub, and we'll definitely take a look at it. And uh, you know, we we keep saying this, you know, and it's definitely true though that we take a look at this and things that are not necessarily a bug, we we take a look at and add to our backlog and and make sure that we maintain a history of, of things that are important to customers and all of this comes up when we are ready to look at what happens in the next release. So 
And, and Jeff, this is Stuart. If I could just uh, pile on to that, it applies not just to uh, feedback about narrator or about accessibility features in Windows, but anything you encounter on Windows. So, you know, we were talking about Quick Assist earlier. We were talking about um, other apps. Um, if you have any feedback about any aspect of Windows or any app that you uh, that you have on Windows that comes as part of Windows, um, Feedback Hub is the place to go to to let us know what's going on with that. Okay, so 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 then I should be able to get a copy of the Braille version of the um, uh, of the user's guide from uh, Narrator Home, or is that? I think if you go to aka.ms slash narrator guide, that's the site where you can download it from. Okay. Okay, thanks. You can get it in Microsoft Word and PDF formats as well. Awesome, because uh, I would really appreciate that. And you guys are doing a fantastic job on narrator. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Beth, you're up next for a question. Hey, guys. Uh, wonderful presentation. Thank you so much. It would be great if you could get a hard copy Braille guide of the uh, narr- narrator guide, by the way. Um, I use system access, and let's say that I hit enter on a news article. To get to the meat of the article, I hit N for non-linked text. If that is not available in narrator, I think that would be a wonderful addition. My question is the Windows Store. What apps are accessible using if if you get them from the windows store could you kind of go into that a little bit thank you very much oh wow that's that's a great question and you know there's there's lots of apps in the app store i think this is one of these situations where i think you you're going to want to download them and 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 try them out um i personally have used uh, you know a number of them uh, my, my favorite to, that really keeps me organized is microsoft to do really really love that app and it's a it's a great app. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this is one of those situations where you know you can download apps, and then if if they're not working for you, you can definitely get us feedback in areas where you're seeing you know uh, any concerns. Okay, thank you, Donna. You should have something on the screen to unmute. Okay, so I would like to know because I've. I had changes in my vision and uh, at my job, they've been putting me in an area that's a little too light for me and it's messing up what I see on my screen. And um, first I want to thank y'all for making the uh, option on the computer free that I can make things large because it saved my nonprofit a lot of money. Um, But I need to learn to use narrator uh, as soon as I can. What is a quick way that I can do that? You can. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Carolina. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Greg. Sorry. Uh, you can turn Narrator on, and by default, Narrator Home will come up, and you can invoke the Quick Start, which will guide you through uh, a tutorial, which will teach you about the basics of uh, Narrator. And then, if you want to get further in depth about features or anything of that nature, then you can uh, refer to the actual guide itself. Great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. We have Shane up next with a question. I have a question for you. Uh, concerning narrator and safe mode, how do you uh, make it work in safe mode, especially when there are no sound drivers loading up during that time? Yeah, this is this uh, 
This is something that actually that the Disability Answer Desk has recorded a video on this and showing how narrator can be used in safe mode. And so if you refer to the the website that Stuart gave out earlier, I believe it is linked there. And um, you can also refer to the Disability Answer Desk. They can provide more guidance for you on that specifically. But it kind of depends on the sound card in question. Um, you know, so there, there are some variables here, but yeah, that there are ways of making that work. Okay. Thank you. Natalia, how about you ask your question? Hi there. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for this presentation. I'm finding it incredibly informative and I've, I've used narrator a couple of times over the last year or so, and I'm really happy with, uh, how it is coming along. Um, I was wondering, I am a teacher for the visually impaired and I was wondering if there's a way to, or if, if it could be implemented uh, to use narrator in the bios, because there are various times when I have had the need to go in there to help a student with something. And obviously I can't do that. Um, unless I have someone sighted and I'm completely blind. So unless I have someone sighted with me to traverse the bios with me, there, there's no way that I can operate them independently at this point. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you um, for that. Yep. Um, I think this is one where, um, yeah, we we'll love your feedback. Thank you for letting us know. I think this, this is something that we will, uh, that we have definitely um, in our roadmap that we don't um, have anything to announce right now for support for the bias at this point. Okay. Thank you so much. Kate, you're ready to go. Kate, you should see something on your screen. Kate, no? Okay. Let's Let's see. Okay, you can hear me now, I think. There we are. Yep, yes. we got you. You know Just what's interesting? Time. I knew I was coming up because it said that I was unmuted. And so then I got ready, and then you announced my name, and then I couldn't talk. Then I was muted. So then I tried to unmute. I, anyway, I'm, I'm here. But I totally understand the question that the previous caller asked because I am in the same boat. And often when I have to, like, disable the multimedia function keys and I can't do it, if the Windows key doesn't work. Anyway, um, and I also have the question about feedback, but that's been answered because I didn't quite get that. Um, but my other question is, does um, Narrator work with Google Docs and the Google Suite? So we have uh, introduced support for um, Google Browser. Um, okay. What I would say is uh, give it a try and let us know okay. if there are some issues that you're running into when okay. you're working with the Google okay. Suite and Google Chrome. Well, I'm definitely excited about this and will really try using it much more. So thank you. It's a great presentation. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Phone number ending in 6682. You should be unmuted. Hi, guys. Thank you for this presentation. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank you for being available as specialized help on Be My Eyes. So there are numerous occasions when I will get stuck in a Windows 
project, I'm working on a Word document, something like that, and um, the accessibility desk, they help me, and they can see where I'm stuck, so it's wonderful. So my suggestion to, you know, a lot of us out there is if you use the Be My Eyes app, um, it's a great help. Um, The other thing is I'd like to know, is it possible to enlarge my, um, I manage my email through Outlook, and it's, you know, the font is stagnant, and I can't increase the size of it. Um, is that just a feature of Outlook? In in your... I manage my email with Outlook. So when my email, someone, so when I'm looking at my email, um, the list of the email is what I'm saying. I can't increase the size of the list of my email. So like that you- page is... Stagnant. It's in a really small font. Have you tried uh, tech, the text scaling feature on Windows? Repeat that. Text, say it again. Uh, it's text scaling. So what you can do is um, if you just press the Windows press key the window. plus U as in uniform, that will take mm-hmm. you to the ease of access settings. And actually right there at the top of the page that you land on in settings, there will be a slider that's make text bigger. And you, okay. can, you can adjust that slider, uh, slider to adjust the size uh, of the text the of and hit the, the apply button. Hit the apply uh, you apply might button. give that a try. Uh, you might give that a try. Thank you. Thank you. And Catherine? Someone up here has their screen reader too high, a speaker too high on the panel. We can hear you. We can hear you. Um, um, I'm experiencing some issues with when uh, the Windows Explorer, uh, where the tracking is not always uh, correct. It doesn't track the item that the cursor is on. Um, I when I hit do first level navigation to get to a file, I um, and if I'm uh, scrolling down through the files, I can arrow down three times and it tracks them. And then after that, it's, it reads a bunch of other other junk. Uh, it doesn't track the, um, the file that I'm on properly. I would definitely get a hold of the disability answer desk on this one. And uh, they should be able to assist you on that. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Hi, thank this you. is uh, this is uh, Chris from California. Thank you for uh, this presentation. I didn't mean to interrupt Tyson, but uh, great job, Microsoft. Um, couple questions, real briefly. First off, does it touch? Does a uh, narrator uh, have screen touch support? Uh, because I have a Dell XPS 13, which I'm very happy about. It's awesome PC. And uh, secondly, uh, does it have browse mode? Because on JAWS or NVDA, you hit the insert key and along with Zebra or the NVDA key or JAWS key with Zebra or Z or Z. Uh, is that supported? And uh, real quick feedback, uh, you guys can definitely uh, find out so much information would be my eyes or Ira as well to get help with BIOS. And some computers will allow you to disable the media keys by hitting the function key with escape key. Once again, function key with the escape key will lock the function keys in order for you to perform, uh, let's say, insert F7. So I just wanted to throw that out there for, for those that are having trouble with those keyboards. Thank you. 
Okay, um, I'll take these in reverse order. Um, as far as uh, what, what you're calling browse mode, um, that is the equivalent of scan mode. And one of the changes that we made in the May 2020 update is that when you launch a browser like Edge or Chrome, then scan mode will automatically turn on. And so, yes, so scan mode would be the equivalent of, you know, uh, browse mode, as, as you referred uh, to that. And, and then uh, touchscreen support. Yes, we do support touchscreens. So you should be able to use that on your uh, Dell XPS 13. And you can find more information in the user guide uh, on the gestures that you can use with Narrator as well. Okay, thank you. Greg, time for Hello, the can you guys hear me? We can. Okay, great. Um, Tyson, great job, by the way. Uh, just a quick question. Um, I'm having trouble with Narrator and some other screen reader accessible apps that um, want to talk to me when Narrator is trying to talk to me, so such as RS Games and other apps like that. And I'm just wondering, um, I haven't found an easy way to turn Narrator off um, when I'm, I'm using those apps or to try in just just a little feedback like it doesn't really work really well when there's other screen reader accessible apps again such as rs games and and other things like that you can toggle narrator off with control windows enter while you're in the rs games uh client and then you can just use the rs games you know uh application and then when you need narrator back you can turn it right back on okay Jeff, we'll have to play Yahtzee sometime. Thank you. Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right, thanks. Max, you're on the floor. You should see something on your screen to un unmute oh, yourself. Hi there. Hi there. there you are. Sorry about that. Um, I just wanted to know, okay, with Narrator, I was listening to your exhibit, and it, and it said um, – to see a summary of a web page, you press narrator key S. I discovered that that command doesn't work in my current version of narrator. I called uh, accessibility on Be My Eyes, and they told me that it's, it's narrator F5. And I went and checked in the guide, and it still says, you know, exactly what you said in the exhibit. So just thought I'd question that. Yeah, I th I'm wondering what version of Windows you're on, because it could be that you're not on the the May 2020 update yet. So if you're not on that version, you're, you won't have that feature yet. Because I could have sworn my Windows up to the, the most recent version because when I use Windows Update, it doesn't download anything except right. security updates for the virus checker. Thing, yeah, well, well, Windows Update will only offer you the May 2020 update when your device is ready for that release. So again, that's why we really encourage you to use Windows Update to do the update to the next release. Because yep. it's checking for, you know, what hardware you have and, and it knows, oh, well, okay, we're going to need to wait to give this, you know, to you until, you know, we have a, a, maybe a driver that needs to be updated or whatever the case may be. I mean, there's all kinds of things that it checks. And okay. so you're not the, on the version. Oops, sorry. The, the other thing that I would uh, say is once when you launch Narrator and you get to the home page, there is a what's new um, page that is there. 
Uh, so you can also check if you're if you're not seeing the feature listed there, then you're not in the latest version. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so that's another way that you can check which ones of those new features that we have. If you if you're seeing all the new features that are listed in the exhibit in your what's new page, then it's a, another confirmation that you're in the latest version. If you're not seeing yeah. that, you're probably in a previous version. All I know is my Windows update hasn't up, hasn't downloaded the newer version of Windows, and uh, so. Yeah, Windows rolls out the updates um, on a controlled basis. So, um, so it could be that um, it's either um, yeah, it's, it's getting to you, um, uh, or or like we mentioned, like it does check for the compatibility with the system. So it could be one of those two. Well, what version should I have then, uh, if it's the most recent version of Windows? Is the May twenty twenty update right. I, okay? So version 2004, if you check the version number of Windows Denver. Well, well, say that again. I'm trying to write it down here. It's, the command so, is Winver, W-I-N, and then the first three letters of version. V is in, okay. v is in Echo, R is in Romeo. Okay. And it says 1909. Um, right. So you're not, on, you're not on the May 2020 update yet. Okay. I, I guess it will roll out eventually, you think? <laughs> yeah, you Thank can you, also um, try to check for updates um, on, the, on the Windows update page in the Windows settings app. Okay. Thank you. And we have Terry on the line. Hi, guys. This is Terry Hedgefell. I happen to know that Jeff Hello, that's sitting over there with you. <laughs> can you hear me okay? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, good. A little faint, but we can hear you. So I, I'm so excited with the narrator, and I haven't gotten into the 2004, So, but I did hear a demo of it play this morning on ACB radio, and uh, my home computer isn't in the queue yet, evidently, but I do have the means to push my work machine into that, and I probably will this weekend. And um, I will say that the one, one question I have is about the Braille drivers. Before, when I had um, added Braille to Narrator, I think it's been about a year and a half now, uh, and what happened is the then when I went back to JAWS, it just totally screwed up the whole thing. So I had to, you know, I called the disability answer desk and they did a great job. They helped me get that unchecked to where it would stay that way. And then I was able to go back and load the jobs. And so I'm wondering, is the Braille drivers going to be integrated? Are they integrated in this version of Narrator? Um, so I think you're... Um we do have a better way to um, switch your Braille devices, um, but you, you do still need to go through the settings, so narrator settings to, to be able to switch um, your Braille device between um, JAWS and, in, or any other screen reader and narrator. Okay. So what I have to do, what I'll have to do even with the 2004 is go into the settings and go in and uh, switch the Braille off before I exit narrator and go back into JAWS. Is that correct? 
Yeah, so you first have to download and install the Braille um, if you if this is a brand new system um, that you're uh, using it in, if you haven't used those yet. Um, and then, yes, once you have them, you just have to make sure to switch them um, using the narrator settings in the Windows settings application. And is there uh, plans for the future to integrate that more into the narrator so that it just becomes a setting that you turn on and off uh, easily rather than a separate driver? So we're definitely, um, I love love your feedback. I think we definitely take it back to the team and um, and figure out how we can uh, make that experience better. Okay, excellent. And I'll submit it in the feedback hub. You guys fantastic well. uh, thank, thank you, you so much my my um empathy is with you all that you've become somehow desk side support during this presentation <laughs> kudos to you guys thank you okay thank you we have three minutes left so if you if you three would love to wrap it up Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you so much. I think um, we're uh, very grateful and very um, just happy to be here to um, with all of you telling, um, sharing our journey with Narrator. Um, but I think what we're most excited about is, is this opportunity that we have to connect with all of you um, to get your feedback, to get your input. Um, and again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but please, please um, give Narrator a try. Send us your feedback. We are uh, in this journey with you, uh, and we need and we need your feedback to continue to make um, improvements and continue to build uh, a Narrator that will make Windows easier and more productive to use for you. So. Thank you so much for all your questions and for your time today. Okay, then uh, on behalf of uh, ACB, thank you for your presentation. Thank you to everybody in the audience. Sorry we did not get to all of your questions. Uh, and thank you to all those, all of those listening in on ACB radio. Um, I'm going to give the final CEU code here. And it is 568A8. That's 568A like alpha, 8. Thank you all so much. And uh, we have uh, the Board of Publications highlight coming up just after this here in a little bit. And remember that uh, starting at 730 Eastern is the banquet. See you all there. <laughs>